welcome to Maiden Speech. My name is Monica Ferguson, portrait photographer and self-love advocate from New Zealand. Each week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to uplift and empower you. Thanks for hanging out. Now let's get into it. Hey, hey, friends, it's Monica Ferguson back with another episode of Maiden Speech. This episode was brought to you by me, Monica Ferguson Coaching and Photography. And man, I have been waiting so long to talk to this guest who is phenomenal, even better than I had imagined. Her name is Anna Saxton. You may recognize her from Married at First Sight in New Zealand last year. And she totally opened up about her experience with depression and anxiety, her work with the Mental Health Foundation, her upcoming music, cyberbullying, and creating impact, taking these hard experiences and turning them around in order to serve others. Just absolutely incredible. This is a great message. Stay tuned to hear more. Anna Saxon's in the house. Yes. I know. Oh my gosh. It is so <laughs> nice to meet you. Thank you so, so much for this. How have you been? Uh, been good. Yeah. Um, it, it's honestly like, I just don't even, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's just been such a crazy experience. Like, my life has been a crazy experience right up until, like, this point as well, you know? Like, I've been, I've been good. Like, every day is different, but it's been good. Yeah, yeah. I've still got, like, I mean, I still feel like I've got so much to work on and so much to, um, to like, just work through. Um, but, yeah, good, good. Yeah, so awesome. Yeah. So first things first, I wanted to congratulate yeah. you massively for your courage and how you've shown up online and the vulnerability that you've shown. It's been so amazing to follow. And I've actually, like, we've been talking about doing this podcast for a little while because I remember just watching this rawness come out of you online. I just thought, oh my gosh, like, this is such powerful stuff. And I mean, I've kind of dabbled oh, in... And, um, and sharing that sort of stuff like I remember a friend of mine and I last year shared some stuff and we had like legit I created the term vulnerability hangover because it's like mm -hmm. something about when you open up and you expose yourself like that and you open yourself up to not only um rejection and criticism I mean obviously there's all the positive stuff but I just think you're Absolutely. you're incredible and so empowering <laughs> that's right thank you so much it, um it was kind of um, like for me, um, because I'm so passionate about um, like helping people, it's so, it sounds so cheesy, but like I really have. And I um, really wanted to create a safe place like on my social media for that. And like since then, like people have opened up to me since I became really open on social media. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's kind of, you know, we are... Um, all of this kind of came from and it's helped me a lot through my journey as well just hearing people's stories and their own struggles and and it's like helping each other through that together is so it's just such an awesome feeling yes you know yeah and taking the stigma away too because I feel like, like I started out my career working in mental health and I feel like there yeah. is even the phrase mental health it's like who, yeah. like all of us it's mental well-being all of us have it it's like, it's like a yeah. roller coaster right so instead of it being like us and them it's like most people yeah. if you actually talk about it have experienced some sort of depression anxiety whatever yeah but it's yeah. a taboo thing we're not allowed to talk about it <laughs> absolutely and that's and that's just where I was just like you know what I'm freaking I'm a human right now and I'm right now <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. I'm a human and like, you know, I, I'm real sensitive and that and I just you know, like I just I think being open about your feelings is, is so important and talking about it and yeah, just yeah, I think you know, if you talk about it then it opens up someone else to talk about it and you know, you can slowly, gradually get rid of all the stigma around it, which I think is, you know, it's definitely a goal of mine. Totally. You know, yeah. 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 So did you find, um, like in terms of your own mental wellbeing and that sort of thing, mm -hmm. did you find that it got a lot worse after the show or did you have stuff going on before the show as well? Um, I, I think I've always struggled with anxiety, like quite intense anxiety. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and I think I don't I don't really know where it came from I think it might have started probably when I was maybe at school I I always kind of felt like I was different and didn't really fit in to like a you know specific crowd or whatever um and so like it just I don't know like I just always suffered from some kind of anxiety and then um and like performing and things like that I I would get real bad anxiety and so um like as an artist compared to a lot of artists I haven't done a lot of live performances because I suffer really really bad anxiety about that which is something that I am working on um but um what's the question (laughs) (laughs) this always happens right we're gonna go from so many (laughs) tactics the question was around um did you struggle with these sorts of things before the show or did it intensify afterwards yeah Yeah. um so i struggled i I always struggled with um with anxiety and then uh going into the show um i i was a little nervous um there was a couple of times that i wanted to pull out of it because i knew like once i kind of opened up about everything i worried about where the storyline was going to go um and that was obviously around the whole like sex tape thing i don't even want to call it a sex tape because it wasn't even a sex tape but sex video whatever you want to call it um and I knew, I knew I had a feeling about where it was going to go. And I was, I was quite nervous about it. Actually. I was like, I don't know whether I want to do this. Um, I don't, you know, like I, I just, I, yeah, I really did want to pull out, um, maybe about three times before the show. Um, and I, ha- and I actually had talked to, um, one of the producers. I said, I didn't, I don't want this story actually going out anywhere because I just don't feel comfortable with it. Um, and that's when I like, okay, whatever, cool, blah, 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 wrote it down. Um, and now we're going to talk to someone, but I don't know whether they did. Um, because the next minute I found out that my promo had been made into this, um, this thing that I was, you know, I saw it and I was absolutely horrified. Like if I had seen that promo and I didn't know me, I would have been like, who is that? like absolute slapper you know um and and so you know I'm not I'm not surprised at all the backlash that I got from that I'm I'm really not surprised because it it was it was horrific it was really horrific um and then and then that was when my anxiety went real bad um and that because that's kind of when it hit the media and then and then, so this was while we were still filming um, and when the cast had just been announced. So it was quite early on. Um, I think we we're about halfway through filming, if I remember. Yeah, no, we were. That's right. When we were doing the home visits um, and the promo came out and then I had to, because it was coming out in the media, I had to, my whole home visit, was taken up by me having to tell my family about this stupid thing. Um, and like, I remember I was just crying my eyes out, um, thinking about telling all my family and friends. Um, and then the promo came out and we, then we flew, me and Jordan flew to Foxton and I had to tell his family and I was crying my eyes out in his bed and I just, I remember reading all these comments and I just, that was when I got so depressed about it. Um, I just, I, I honestly just wanted to leave the show at that point and just not, I just had enough. Like, I, I think I just, I think I shut down. Um, and then obviously after the show as well, um, I think... I th- Jordan definitely helped me through a lot of the stuff um, after the show, for sure. Like, he was a, a big, big support. Um, even going through the breakup as well, he was still very supportive. Um, 
and it was but it was more sort of things like that I felt like I needed to 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 work through um because yeah my my depression was really really bad after the show and I remember it was October the 18th and it was that was the toughest day of my life to this point um because I remember was that was when I just felt my whole mind just go off and I literally didn't see a tomorrow like that's how how bad it got and I I had Tony um because Tony was my counselor um and I had him on the other line and I just I said to Tony like I just can't I can't do this anymore I don't know what to do like these are the thoughts that I'm having you know like I just you know it was it was tough it was really really tough and it took me quite a while um to kind of work through all of that but I think I think figuring out that my trigger has been like reading social media I think is um is when I kind of like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to limit my social media a lot, which I still do now. But yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of it in like a nutshell. (laughs) The thing is like, it's kind of unimaginable from the outside looking in because social media, I feel like is a trigger for everyone, let alone someone who's in the public eye. And also like, and I know from previous chats with, you know, Vicky and Jono, like, the way that people jump to conclusions based on no information and decide stuff about you, even well, though they don't know you. That's <laughs> the thing. You've got, you've got discussions that were, like, on TV. Some of the discussions were four hours cut into two minutes. Yeah. You know, like, that's, that's, that's the problem right there. And then people base opinions on just those, that two minutes that they see, you know? And it's just so, I think... I mean, it's a show and like people want to watch it to, for, you know, like lots of, you know, they just, people love getting invested in TV shows and people's lives and things like that. Um, but yeah. I don't know, I think where, where it goes wrong is just people are so narrow minded about some things. And, and like I said, like, um, to, I can't to someone that, I expected strong opinion of the people and things like that. Cause you know, like I, like I had to report people to police and, and net safe and things like that. Cause it got so out of hand wow. and you don't, and you know, people were like, Oh yeah, you do the show, blah, blah, blah. But no, no, you don't expect things like that. And people shouldn't send things like that, you know, yeah. but, just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it hard? Is it hard to just be nice, or um, if you can't be nice, just don't say anything? Yeah. Like, is it really? Is it hard? Is it actually that hard? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy because I always wonder that. Like, where do people? It's the keyboard warriors, I guess. Right. Like, they feel like they have some sort of sense of entitlement to say something to you it's like you're not real because you're on tv and I think that's one of the most powerful things that you've done so far is actually really made yourself so vulnerable and that you're a real person that just because you're on tv doesn't mean you don't have feelings and there's not a consequence you know absolutely that's 100% I agree with you yeah like and it's quite cool because um I've actually done um a little video of um like a music video I don't say music video it's it's more like a a home video because and the reason why like I didn't want to do a professional one because I wanted like the song is all about just like being me and being real and showing my experience and so um I did a video I came with a cool idea um and like I'm just showing people who I am and you know like in my house and things like that and I've actually I've got um a few other people to come on board with me and and they're doing the same and it's it's a cool little like cool little goofy video and it's you know it's just showing that yeah we are actually just people (laughs) you know like yeah you know you just see what you see on the tv but we yeah 
Well, that's the yeah, crazy people, thing. I, yeah, and, and we cry. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think this is the the nuts thing that I found about social media. Like you say, like people can look at you like you're not human, but for me, like having spoken now to you, John yeah. and Vicky. How nuts it is mm. that me being a stranger can just message you guys and you've all come back and been so positive and so like sweet and thoughtful yeah. and generous with your time because you're real people that have a mission and you actually just want to make a difference and make help other people feel well, good, you know? Like Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 So cool. 100%. So so cool. So how how are you feeling now, like eight months down the line? Has your kind of mission changed at all after this experience and, and coming out and talking about your own experiences and stuff like that? Um, oh, honestly, it's been, it's, it's been incredibly inspiring. I'm going to use inspiring as the word um, because I've like been in touch with so many people that um, like I never would have been if I didn't do the show. And I've, you know, I've, like I'm going to a freaking wedding in Timaru like for someone that I'm seeing someone their their like songs at their wedding in Timaru um in December and she just like messaged me on Instagram she's like do you want to come to my wedding and I was like um yes I will totally come to the wedding so I'm going to her wedding and I'm so excited like I never would have met any of these people if I never did the show so um yeah like I just I love I love like meeting people and talking to them and making friends and stuff like that so um yeah. yeah, like I feel like I can connect people, you know, I feel like I can connect with people through social media now and it's it's awesome, like, you know, it's so cool. Yeah, and a saying actually just popped into my head now, which is that, um, you know, we're never given more than we can handle and I think it's so cool because, like, if in life, you know, I believe this too, that we're never given more than we can handle mm. and what's what interesting is that even though, like, if this this whole experience took you to such a dark dark place look at the good mm. that come out of it and not everyone would oh, be strong enough to do it and then to be and then have the courage to then put themselves out there and be like a shining light for others absolutely you know? like and that's honestly i think the main reason why i managed to make it through is the amount of support that I got from people that didn't even know me yeah. um, was absolutely incredible. Like to those people, I just, I'm so thankful for like, you know, and, and I just like, if, you know, in any way that I can help out, I, I will like, because I'm so thankful for those people, you know, it's yeah. yeah. I think it's really inspiring because you're, what you're doing is creating connection. And I think that this is one of the biggest things that's missing. And actually, I think social media can drive mm. quite a wedge um, because we only show the, the perfect stuff often. Oh, you know? oh, it makes me so sad. Same. I rant about this constantly. <laughs> I know because I'm just like, no, 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 no. That's not even your car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Oh, yeah. But see, that's like, the, <laughs> it's like, it annoys me so much. Yeah, right back at yeah. I've literally ranted about this in every single podcast I've ever done. And that's why, that's the power of these sort of conversations and the power of using social media um, as a way of creating connection. Because actually, the thing is, and I think too, that there's so much of our ego that says, oh no, like, well, if we put ourselves out there and say, this is what we're struggling with and this is what's going on, people are going to think this or um, we're going to look weak or, you know, or we can't take it back, that kind of thing. But in doing yeah. that, we lose the power and actually no one turns around and says, oh, you've struggled with anxiety. You're so weak. They say, oh my God, me too. Right? <laughs> like, honestly, like I still get messages all the time from like people and they're like, um, there was one, um, it was actually recently, and they're like, oh, um, since you have been uh, so open about your um, your struggles, I managed to tell my family about how I'm struggling with really bad with anxiety. And I was like, oh, that's that's so, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you know, like. Yeah. And that's, and I, yeah, that's what leadership looks like because you have to go yeah. first. And that's the hardest thing. But then look at what happens afterwards. 
absolutely absolutely yeah and and you know that's just something that i'm just going to keep doing and um yeah so this is kind of a, a random question for you, but just thinking about because what uh -huh. I noticed is that um, creatives in general seem to have like, and I'm one as well, you know. But I feel like we're more sensitive to things. So do you um, think that being creative like has made you more sensitive to everything? One hundred million percent. Yeah. Like I'm so <laughs> in tune. I'm so in tune to all my feelings, all yeah. my emotions, everything. I'm even like in tune to uh, like what other people are feeling as well yes um yeah and like i can sit down at a piano have a thought write about it and, and if it's sad i'll cry like i'll i'll just like bore like bore my eyes out crying while i'm writing it because i'm just so like it, it might not even happen to me and i'll be i'll like make a, something up in my head and i'll be crying writing it because i'm so like my emo like I just put all my emotions into everything like and that's what like I, I keep saying to my counselor I was like am I just being too sensitive like am I too sensitive I think I'm too sensitive to be like ever be put in the public eye again <laughs> you know like am I just being like I, I'm just being so stupid and they're like no no you're not too sensitive but yeah I don't know like I definitely feel like um mean yeah mental health is is huge and and in creativity I think there was like there was some stats I can't remember what they were but it was yeah yeah creativity is um as big oh wait no yeah you know what I'm trying to say oh my god I, need to I do I totally <laughs> do and you know what I'm trying to say yeah <laughs> But like the reason I ask too is that this other story keeps popping into my head that I heard about Adele and how you know mm -hmm. she can like like throw up before every performance and quite often take off and they couldn't find her and it's like yeah. it was so easy to look at her and be like oh if I could sing like that da 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 and it's like that's not how it works because the the amount of um, I feel like creatives have a superpower which is their sensitivity and it's what makes us oh, it's what makes us able to feel yeah. right and it's what yeah our connection to our emotions and to other people is what gives us, yeah the ability to do what we do but what it means is that we are more sensitive and so yeah. i can't yeah i can't even imagine like being on tv and then having people throw all this sort of stuff at you like i can't even imagine i don't even know how i would cope with that i I can't, yeah, I literally don't know. Cause I spend so much time um, working on like my own mindset and putting boundaries yeah. up and reflecting on stuff and trying not to let other people's stuff in and take it in. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's like, I think um, like for me, I, I start the day of like, I, I always get up at like four o'clock and I, I go to the gym. Like that's what I, that's kind of like my thing. Um, to really clear my head and put me in a really good um, like mind frame, you know, is, is the gym. So that's kind of what um, sets my day. And then I, and I can tell if I don't go to the gym for like three days, I'll go, I'll like, I'll start to feel real, not good. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think the whole mindset thing is so important if you, you know, yeah, all that kind of stuff, but yeah. Totally. So what, what are the other things that you do on the regular that help you stay, you know, upbeat and positive and that kind of thing? Yeah. So, so obviously the gym, um, I'm, I'm really lucky to be able to do things that I love. So obviously music is, is, it's more than a passion for me. It's, it's kind of like my, it's always been like my healer and my, just my escape you know like I just it's just where I go is, is my music um and and writing or like I always I it's weird I sometimes I don't know how I'm feeling but I'll write it down to get an understanding of it is that weird no do you know my last podcast I had <laughs> because um I am a chronic journaler like I journal every day for that exact reason and I found out why and that's because when you journal it gets you out of the emotional part of your brain 
So that's why uh, you get all this clarity because you can start seeing things logically, like without the emotion. There we go then. Okay, yeah. well, you've answered my question because <laughs> I've been like, why do I always just write all my feelings down? Yeah. Like so the other day, I'll just be like, get my phone out and go into my notes and I'll just say, and I'll just write if like anything that's on my mind or I'm feeling. Um, and, and then it just, it, it helps me realize like, like what kind of um, like state I'm in. Like it's, it's so weird. And I was like, oh my God, I think I'm a little bit crazy. <laughs> like, you know, but that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. Yeah. 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 It, uh, it so does. And I guess that's probably partly like, you know, with music even, you know, when you, when you find a song that describes exactly how you feel, like almost as if it was for you, that's probably the yeah. part of it too. It's like you get to say what you mean in a way though that doesn't, that's not clouded by emotion. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and sorry, um, I'll go back to your question. Um, <laughs> what, else I, what else do I do? Honestly, um, like with my, like I've got amazing friends yeah. uh, and family that I keep around me and um, I'm still, I mean, I'm still on medication. I'm still getting counseling, but that I definitely helps me like still yeah. helps me a lot. Um, because if I'm, if I am having a bad day, like I did yesterday, I had a really bad day yesterday. Um, it, it, it just, it helps me a lot. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I'm just thinking maybe we should start working in some of these questions from your followers that I've got here. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, I forgot what they are. <laughs> I've got you. Don't worry. I know what we're up to. <laughs> so the first one is um, what made you want to do singing? Like when did you start? What made me want to do singing? Um, honestly, I feel like I remember when I was like real young, I remember just like sitting in my room singing. Like I, I remember just humming away. I didn't even know what I was singing. Um, and I remember it just, I remember like thinking to myself, oh, it doesn't sound too bad. You know, like it sounds, sounds okay. <laughs> um, and, then, and then like from there, um, I, I was, cause I'm such a shy kid. Like I, didn't sing to anyone unless I was hiding under the table. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Um, and so like all throughout school, I would not sing. Like the only person that heard me sing was my mum, and I'd hide under the table and sing to her because she really wanted, she loved my singing when I was, when I was little. Um, and, and then, yeah, I didn't actually pick up singing until, um, until I left school and I got into songwriting and I remember just being like I love I love this like I just absolutely love this mm -hmm. and my family's quite musical so it's I know it's always kind of been there um but yeah it's always kind of my cousin's very musical um and she always used to try and push me into into music and I was I always used to be like no 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 but then once I started writing and like figuring out that I could put like my emotions into music and that's when I really started to love it mm. yeah that's and kind of where I now we know because you like writing down things so it totally yes. that you'd be a writer. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so if we backtrack a little bit too, one of the other questions I've got here is about um, your inspiration for the song that you recently did, which you've just talked about a little bit. Yeah. So what made you so inspired to write the song that you recently did? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously it's about um, my experience through the aftermath of the show um but honestly more importantly what it, like what inspired me was all the messages that I was getting about other people's experience mm. um and I was like man I've got to do I've got to write something about this um and the, and so that was the main kind of drive behind it all and then um so I went to Sydney and sat down with a couple of my friends and we and we wrote the song and busted the song out and about six to eight hours 
Um, and and then I was like, oh, no, I, there's got to be more to this. I was just thinking to myself, there's got to be more, like, what is my actual goal? What do I want? I don't want it to just be a song. It's not just a song. Um, I was like, you know what? Mental Health Foundation, that's what it is. That's, you know, they they checked up on me when I when obviously they, you know, found out that I was going through all of this stuff. Um, and they were amazing. So I was like, you know what? I'm good. This is my way of showing them how much I appreciate their help so that's when that all came into play it kind of all put itself together a little bit so that's the whole inspiration behind everything yeah that's awesome I love that and I love too that um when we can start to kind of put a face and like a real story to these organizations so it's not like you know like it's not just like a, a brochure that you see in the waiting room at your doctor but it's like oh Anna, this as well, like, like me. (laughs) No, and I, honestly, I went up to their office and they just work so hard and they are so passionate about what they do. And like, I just take my absolute hat off to them because they are freaking amazing. They are really are amazing. Mm. Yeah. So awesome. Okay. So now... Can we venture back into maths a little bit? Because I've got some more questions yeah. here. Um, so for you, firstly, do you regret anything from the show? No, I don't. I don't regret anything from the show. Um, it was, I mean, it was an experience. Um, it, it obviously had its ups and downs. Um, but regret, I don't. No, I don't. I don't regret anything from the show awesome. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so another one from one of your followers is what was the scariest part about Married at First Sight? <laughs> oh my God, the scariest part. That's such an easy thing to answer. <laughs> the scariest part was uh, singing my vows, which I did not want to do, by the way. Singing really? my vows to Jordan, <laughs> to someone that I just met. Just met. Oh. <laughs> on TV in front of his family and in front of my family. Oh my God, that's bold. Was, that is bold. <laughs> oh my God, I was like, oh my God. It was, oh. and obviously like getting married was bloody scary. Like getting married to someone that you don't know, bloody scary, honestly. Don't do it guys, don't fucking do it. Um, <laughs> so scary. Thank God he was actually nice though, right? Like, yeah. I don't know what I would have done done if he was if he was not a nice person. Uh, oh, I would have I would have been the runaway bride, honestly. <laughs> thank God, like, thank God Jordan was nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's so funny. So this is the creative. I thought you were gonna say, uh, getting married to a stranger, but it's the singing part because I remember because I'm so nervous. Yeah, it's because so nervous like I had I had such bad anxiety I was more nervous about singing my vows than than getting married yeah <laughs> yeah I was I was absolutely absolutely terrified I didn't want to do it I was I was just about to like just not sing them but they would be so upset if I did that I was like oh, I can't do it <laughs> yeah well if it helps it looked so cool from the outside like I was like damn you go girl <laughs> I was so I was so nervous that like I think I changed a couple of keys and <laughs> I don't even know I don't even know I don't even know <laughs> I love this. This is real life, like what happens behind the scenes for performers. <laughs> oh god! I honestly, that moment's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> oh, funny. Um, oh yeah. So I've got. Hang on, one more. Then we got through those questions quickly. The one other question, which is sort of in relation to this, is uh-huh. are you dating right now? No. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. Um, I kind of, you know, like, just focusing on me. And I, I kind of felt like, like, I went into the show and I just gave 
like everything I possibly could have. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm just not ready, you know, like I just, I feel like if I jumped into something now, I just couldn't give my hundred percent. So, um, yeah, I'm just, just doing me and you know, just all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'll meet someone when the time's right and I'm, you know, have full faith in that. But, um, yeah, at the moment, no, I'm, I'm not, I like, actually, I do have a confession. <laughs> I went on Tinder for one week. <laughs> What's it like in there? <laughs> um, it was, it was interesting. I mean, there's like some real nice guys on there, like real, real nice. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> I got off pretty quickly. I got off pretty quickly. That's <laughs> oh, all good. Now you know, <laughs> that's the thing. And, but again, though, like, I think, um, having, like, having the courage to be by yourself as well, like, because you're not, yeah. we're, we're never alone anyway, even if we're in a relationship. <laughs> It's just this false oh, kind of safety. Eh? <laughs> it's so funny because I, you know, like I had the feeling a couple of times, I was like, oh my God, I just, I just want, you know, like I just want someone. And then I was like, no, because like, I just feel like it would be for all the wrong reasons, you know, like, um, and until I'm just real, real content with myself which you know I've still got a lot of work to do I feel um is you know when I feel like will be the right time for me to like get back out there in the whole dating scene but yeah yeah I love that that so much so that's your um creative superpower kicking in again like the awareness that you have around but around that because most people honestly it's really courageous and I've I talk to people about this stuff all the time but most people like it's easier to jump into a relationship and feel better but it's not a, a long-term fix because actually we yeah. have to be awesome with ourselves on our own in order to be Absolutely. a good partner anyway right yeah and that's kind of like my goal right now you know it's to really focus on me um because like I mean like I love I love people so much and I'm like I almost feel like um like at a, a at a point in time, I was just trying to, I don't know, like, I don't know, it sounds really weird me saying this, but like love them in like a way that I felt like I couldn't love myself. And it was, it took me like a long time to kind of realize it. And I was like, Oh my God, I've got to show myself some freaking love here. Yeah. Like, you know, like I really, really do. (laughs) And so that's, you know, you've got to be a little bit selfish sometimes and you've got to, you've got to really put yourself first. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna even write that down. I love that so much. Um Dude. Oh. About, Yeah, i I was saying to um to Jono, I really wanna create like a t-shirt business and I take quotable things from these conversations and then print oh. them on t-shirts. Oh. Um yeah, yeah. but I love and I so so identify with that because the the thing of like wanting to give to other people what we wish we had for ourselves, like I am um, and I had this exact aha moment probably about a year ago for me because um, I'm a photographer and I noticed that I was just getting more and more drawn to photographing women and wanting to show them their own beauty from the inside out. And it was because that's what I needed for myself, right? But it's Absolutely. like, but it's like, it's, it's, so, it's so funny that we do that, eh? Because it's so easy to, but it's so much easier for us to see these things in other people than in ourselves. And Absolutely. I, I think too, like in our culture, in our society, you know, the whole tall poppy thing, and we're not really yeah. allowed to love ourselves. We're not really allowed to celebrate our achievements and our, our great like qualities. And so sad. A hundred percent. And And it's so important because actually... And again, Jono, he's getting mentioned several times in this podcast, but we talk. I know, Jono, we, my boy, <laughs> my boy Jono. <laughs> we, we talked so much about self-worth, you know, and how yeah. actually self-worth is like the foundation for everything. Because unless you understand your own worthiness, you can't mm. do much anyway, you know? Yeah, absolutely, and, absolutely. Yeah, and I think too, even like looking at the create, you know, 
because we're both creatives and stuff. And so I totally identify with like the sensitivity thing and all that. And it's like, if, um, yeah, if we, if we just got smacked down every time someone said something mean or something like that, like you just wouldn't get out of bed, but you've got to have that platform to come back to, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm 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 really I'm really thankful for the way you know everything's kind of panned out now um I feel like the lessons that I learned I probably needed to learn yeah um and I I believe in all of that so like you know everything kind of happens for a reason I feel like people come into your life for a reason um you know people leave for a reason I I believe all of that so much um yeah and yeah, I just feel like I, yeah, I learned, I learned a lot about myself, um, and a lot about other people, and yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was good, it was good. So, with your experience of being on the show, what, uh-huh. is, what is the number one thing that you are most proud of yourself for? Most proud of myself? Yeah. Um, opening up. And I, I felt like, um, you know, like when I <laughs> relating this back to music, obviously, cause that's just what I do. Um, you know, when I, when I write, it's only, it's like in the past, it's only been myself. So I feel like I've only been able to open up to myself and not other people. So let alone on TV. <laughs> um, so I've, I struggled with that a lot. Um, and I'm really proud of myself for going onto the show, opening up to a stranger and opening up to TV cameras. Um, because I I honestly, I didn't think I could do it, but I did. And I, you know, I'm yeah, real, real proud of myself for that. That's so awesome. Yeah. What are you most proud of yourself for now? Like coming, you know, eight months down the line, and all the work that you've done on yourself, what's the number one thing? Um, Honestly, I'm really proud of myself for just making it through things that I felt like I couldn't. So like when I said to you, when I had the darkest day of my life and I couldn't see a tomorrow, here I am now, you know, I'm so freaking proud of myself for that. Yeah, I love that. And as much as like I love these conversations to kind of be positive, I think that there's enormous power in actually talking about this stuff because, again, this, oh, like yeah. especially like okay, suicide for example, and yeah. you know in our country it was almost 700 people last year that took their own lives, um, yet we're still not talking about this stuff in a real way. Like I I read a stat last night that said that the biggest killer in men under 45 is suicide. Um, so I just can't. Oh, it's it's so awful. Yeah, it is awful. And I and so that's the thing. And I really want to break this because, again, it's so easy to look at people on social media and things and compare ourselves and just assume things based on nothing. And assume yeah. that if I'm sitting at home feeling like I'm completely alone and that I'm literally hopeless and that there is no point in going on but everyone else seems to be getting married and having babies and buying houses and traveling the world it's like it's so so easy right to just assume that and to feel like we're we're a failure in comparison absolutely yeah and that's where you know like when we're talking about social media and and a lot of the stuff you see on there is you know people posting all their positive stuff but not yeah. not uh, their struggles which is you know it's it's cool you know like you want to obviously live in a real positive environment um but it, you know with people feeling like that and they're seeing all this stuff it just makes you feel like worse <laughs> like oh, it does yeah you know when you're when you're yeah when you're feeling that way you're like oh man all these people are doing all these cool things and uh, you know i'm just sitting here crying my eyes out right now yeah <laughs> like, like yeah I yeah, know. I have totally been there. Um, and I think what's been interesting too is like to remember that it is only a projection and that people quite mm-hmm. often put stuff online because of how they want 
like sometimes it's just to make yourself feel better as well um yeah but like I you know I've had experiences with people you know you, you get off the phone with your friend who's just been crying for an hour and a half and then the photo that goes up online is the exact opposite and you're like seriously like <laughs> seriously oh, yeah absolutely yeah yeah absolutely and like oh man I just I had I have the most amazing friend that she came around every single day and got me out to like just go for a walk every single day without you know without fail and oh she was just amazing she has a big part of the reason why um I you know come out like this so yeah she was awesome I think having a real supportive positive you know positive people around you makes such a difference yep yep it mm. does and I think too like there's there's the balance as well though where like you know like you said that you had a counselor and it's like you need to have at the same time a, a safe place to actually feel stuff um yeah and like allow you like honor your own feelings and allow yourself to write songs about it journal about it talk to your friends about it talk to a counselor about it but then Absolutely. but then to have the the opposite too where there is where you are moving towards like light you know mm. oh 100 yeah yeah i fully agree yeah so what do you what are your focuses now then obviously you're dropping the song soon which is going to be amazing tomorrow actually I, oh my god I'm actually really <laughs> so nervous about it because I haven't released anything in, in two years two yeah. years wow. I'm so I'm so nervous but I'm, I'm real excited it's gonna be so cool and then um I do some interviews next week for that so that's gonna be awesome but um my focus my focus like right now is is my music um and I I mean I'm I've got two more singles that are coming out pretty soon. Um, going back to Sydney to, I haven't announced this yet, but I'm doing like a EP album thingy-ma-bobby of like all my kind of, I like my diary songs. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Get the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like diary songs. So it's like, it's, it's like my life, like <laughs> put into these songs and I'm so excited for them um so that's yeah that's kind of what we're doing at the moment um so I'm yeah I'm working on all of this with um my team of people and yeah I'm I'm excited because I'm gonna hopefully do some live shows um yeah that is so yeah. cool. well, hey if you um if you need a photographer slash cheerleader hit me up <laughs> uh, oh my gosh yes <laughs> that would be so fun especially <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that's so exciting. Are you going to be traveling around New Zealand or are you going to be kind of Auckland area? Uh, no, yeah, definitely. I want to try and um, go around New Zealand for sure. Yeah. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah. So excited. excited. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet you this, these will be next level as well because of your experience and, but also because of the depth that you got out of it and kind of the, mm -hmm. But self-exploration, that will come through. Yeah. It'll be like the best music you've ever created, probably. It like, is. Yeah, the stuff that I've got at the moment is just like, because um, I'm halfway recorded, is just the by far the best stuff that I have, you know, ever written. And I've got amazing co-writers as well. So, um, and that, you know, like when you're lost for lines or words or something and, or you don't know how you're feeling, they'll put it into a really, really cool words. And, and you're like, yeah, that's exactly how I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's awesome. It's so cool. Incredible. So exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Hey, it's probably about time for us to wrap up. However, yeah. I would love to ask you one final question. Uh, okay. what, as you know, I have not prepared you for it all. And this is quite a big question. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, pineapple does not belong on pizza yeah, no 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 it's a decent <laughs> question <laughs> she says okay so if you could go back and tell 15 year old Anna one thing what would it be one thing yeah 15 year old Anna I would say that 
everything is going to be okay. Mm, I love it. That's, that's, that's what I would say to her. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Awesome. I know it sounds cheesy, I know it sounds cheesy, but that's exactly what I would say to her. That's not cheesy. That's what I, when I was asked that question, I said something very similar to myself. <laughs> yeah, it's so true though, because I remember, I, like, I remember 15's that age, and it's just like, you don't know, you're so, un, like, I remember being so unsure of myself, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, it's such a hard age, like, like, people are like, oh, I don't know, it's, you know, you've got nothing to worry about, but honestly, it's so hard growing up. I agree. Yeah. Like it's actually so hard. Like I take my hat off to all those kids at, you know, high school. Like it's so freaking hard. Yeah. And as well, we escaped, like I still had, you know, dial up internet as a kid. So that was good. Like we were still forced to go outside and play sometimes, but I can't even imagine like being raised now, being raised in Facebook, Instagram, everyone's got an iPhone. Like there's no disconnecting from that world ever oh 100% I mean you've got like freaking tablets at school and stuff now like it's it's crazy yeah yep and like all the online bullying and that kind of stuff which obviously you have experienced firsthand as well yeah yeah absolutely but like to be that age where yeah you're very unsure of yourself um but you Mm. also don't have any of the perspective or any of the tools that we can draw on now to like help us get through this kind of stuff yeah mm. nuts anyway <laughs> on that positive note um, everything is going to be okay <laughs> yeah. that, that's going on the t-shirt yeah. <laughs> oh my god actually that's what we're going to call this podcast too you just named it for us did i oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, winning. All right, my friend. Hey, um, I'm I'm so so grateful for your time and your openness and your honesty. Um, and on and on behalf of everyone online who's ever followed you and been inspired or moved or felt connected and not alone because of you, I just want to give you a massive hug and a massive thank you. Oh, I know. I just honestly, I just want to cuddle everybody. We can arrange. Warm fuzzies, warm fuzzies. Warm fuzzies. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you so much for your time. Honestly, it's awesome. Right back it's been at you. Great chatting. Right back at you. I loved it. Awesome. And good luck. And I can't wait to hear the song, and I will share it everywhere as well. Yay! I'm so excited. Awesome. <laughs> Cole, thank you so okay. much, my friend, and all the best thank for your you. future. Thank you okay. so much.